Hello, listeners and fellow explorers. This is Living in the Sprawl's lovely and talented producer-slash-wife, Lisa Steinberg. I wanted to thank all of you for your continuous support of the show. As a new podcast on the scene, John and I self-support the logistics and research that go into the show. The number one way to support the show is to rate, review, and share this podcast with everyone you know. Many of you have been doing this, and it has helped immensely. I also invite you to check out our website and the show notes for other ways to support the show. We are currently working with companies we currently use ourselves to get discount codes for our listeners and support the show in the process. These companies include Every Table, Just CBD Store, Gold Belly, Cats Botanicals, and so much more. By using the links on our website, you are letting them know we sent you and in turn supporting the show. You can also support us on Patreon and Podfan. Please check out the website at livinginthesprawlpodcast.com for updates on companies we are working with, our testimonies, links, codes, and new Living in the Sprawl merchandise. Again, thank you to all of you, our lovely listeners, for tuning in every week and allowing us to do what we love. Without further ado, your humble correspondent, John Steinberg. Hello. And welcome to another installment of Living in the Sprawl, Southern California's most adventurous podcast. I am, as always, your humble correspondent and host. My name is John Steinberg, joined by my lovely and immensely talented producer slash my wife. Her name is Lisa Steinberg. We are the team here at Sprawl Enterprises, excited, geared up, in baited anticipation ready to bring you yet another foray into the exciting, vast, expansive terrain that we have lovingly deemed the sprawl. On today's show, another jaunt into one of the fascinating, undercovered travel destinations that we humbly have located within our tremendous region. A boomtown, a throwback, a wine lover's paradise, quite a few different things to a vast array of individuals. Today, we take you to San Diego County, to Julian, a not-so-hidden gem that beckons visitors with its eclectic history and local charm. Southern California is littered with ghost towns, Areas that are more or less testaments to a past that no longer exists. As soon as prospectors were to find gold, the search for the valuable stuff would come to an end. Or so says the backstory on over a hundred different weird little towns scattered all across the sprawl. Julian, founded in the year of our Lord, 1870, is roughly 40 miles to the east of downtown San Diego. It strides that border between the seemingly limitless desert of the Anzo Borrego area and the urbanized industrial mecca that is San Diego. A group of travelers venturing from San Bernardino to the state of Arizona found themselves entranced by the gorgeous vistas and delightful mountain air. The travelers decided to set up shop in a little slice of heaven that they decided to name Julian. Within the next year, 
Gold was found within the town, and a tent city came shortly afterward. Fast forward 150 years later, and remnants of this fascinating past are still very much on the tip of everyone's tongue. That is, if they are not already consuming some of the aforementioned delicious local wine. If you were never told that Julian existed, you might lead an entire life without ever visiting the town, without ever giving the area much consideration. But that would be a mistake, as Julian happens to be one of the real jewels in the proverbial crown that San Diego has to offer. So, here now, we will guide you, our dear wonderful listeners, as you experience the wonders that Julian has to offer. Ten spots, ten activities, all of which should be incorporated into your next itinerary. Let's begin. At number ten, to get a sense of the local flavor, stop in for the phenomenal wine and chocolate tasting at Julian Station. Every time Lisa and I travel, we like to acquaint ourselves with the local flavor of whatever the region is where we happen to be traveling. And there was no better place for us to begin our Julian experience than with a stop at this quirky but completely enthralling one-stop shop for all those eager to begin their Julian experience on a positive note. Live music, games, modest shopping, and the already mentioned wine and chocolate tasting are just a couple of the activities to be uncovered at Julian Station. Visit with dynamic staff members as you sip some of the luxurious locally produced vino and sample some outstanding local chocolate. For a wonderful start to your visit to Julian, look no further than all of the happenings going on at Julian Station. Number nine, get acquainted with the history of the town by visiting the Julian Pioneer Museum. It's here that you will be regaled with anecdotes revolving around the exploits of figures such as Fred Coleman, the Bailey family, and you'll also find out just exactly how Julian got its name. Uh, spoiler alert, it's probably not what you think. This quintessential small town museum is staffed with knowledgeable members of the community ready to answer any and all of your Julian-related questions. Places like Julian simply don't exist all that much anymore. Most of these places have been swept away by real estate developers, natural disasters, or just the ever-changing winds of societal progress. But Julian is very much alive and thriving, and the Pioneer Museum is a splendid place to get acquainted with the town's singular history. Check it out great place to nail down the essentials as you learn all about a little place called Julian. And number eight, get in some time with animals native to the region by visiting the California Wolf Center. It's here 
that the endangered Mexican gray wolf are housed, cared for, and an effort is underway to halt the extinction of this magnificent creature. You can visit the Wolf Center as part of a tour, and there are different sort of levels that these tours cater to in terms of what you're looking for. But if you're somebody that thinks, wow, visiting wolves, that sounds scary, I'll just go ahead and tell you, it couldn't be further from that reality. It's heartwarming to know that folks are dedicating their professional lives to ensuring that these wonderful animals will be around for generations to come. Get up close and personal with wolves of all shades, colors, and variations at the California Wolf Center. Number seven, stop in for a pint at JBC also known as the Julian Beer Company. In a land renowned for its commitment to microbreweries, San Diego's entry from Julian is a credit to the insanely long fleet of microbreweries all across San Diego County. This is probably the most modern watering hole to be found along Julian's main street. The beers here are, as one would hope and indeed expect, top-notch, and the food is considerably better than one might anticipate. Sample pizzas, burgers, the stuff that you'd expect to get at a microbrewery or a pub, but with that small-town Julian charm. It's really quite an experience to be seated on the patio at Julian Beer Company as you take in the goings-on happening all around you on Main Street. An incredible juxtaposition between the past and the present, an evening at Julian Beer Company will surely end with smiles all around. Number six. Have some fun while dabbling in the old-timey adventures brought to you by the folks at Fort Cross. This unexpected attraction offers visitors the chance to throw some axes, shoot some arrows, work on your slingshot game, while also providing folks with the opportunity to hold animals that you do not associate with personal interaction. I've never been to a zoo, aquarium, any place that offers you the chance to get up and close, up close and personal with animals that presents you with the option of actually holding a roach in your own hands. Now, for my beloved producer slash my wife, that is not an experience to be savored, but for many of you, I'm sure that it very well may be. The combination of axe throwing, bow and arrow shooting, or firing a slingshot, that all may not exactly tie together on paper, but that's why the folks at Fort Cross are so special. The experience here is singular, not something you'll be able to get really anywhere else. And when you're able to hold snakes five minutes after shooting some bows and some arrows, well, you are really living. For our most adventurous listeners, 
we strongly recommend the old-timey activities at Fort Cross. And number five, take a tour of the fascinating Oasis Camel Dairy. I know what you're thinking. Oasis Camel Dairy? Well, Camel Dairy? That actually exists? I'm here to tell you that, in fact, it does. And it is definitely worth your time. Here, meet up with some folks that love and appreciate camels like they were meant to be valued by everyone. While milk from camels is by no means common, tasting it, be it in the form of one of the chocolates produced on site or a gallon of milk sourced at the farm, you've never really tasted anything like camel milk, I can assure you. Additionally, this is a really fun activity for kids of all ages as you get the lovely chance to feed camels. And let me tell you, their tongues are very, very, very long. Very interesting stuff. The folks that run things here at Oasis know what they're doing. As you'll probably find out if you do decide to take their tour, they have a wealth of experience in providing entertainment with some of the animals they have on property. As a bonus, there are talking parrots and other animals, which make it impossible to frown if you find yourself within their presence. The Oasis Camel Dairy is a distinct trip into the underappreciated. You didn't think that camels would be recognized for their milk, but they can be. And here at the Oasis Dairy, they very much are. And we are all beneficiaries of this wonderful establishment. The Oasis Camel Dairy. Check it out for yourselves. And number four, grab a bite to eat at Miner's Diner. This is located on the main drag in the town of Julian. A throwback to an era where simplicity reigned supreme. The experience of dining at this restaurant is probably going to be unlike anything you've really ever experienced. Inside the eatery, all kinds of old-timey signs, posters, memorabilia associated with old western boomtowns is festooned on the walls. And there's also a really awesome train set up inside, model trains of course, meant to invoke memories of an era before mass urbanized development. In addition to their first-rate cuisine, Miner's Diner has something of a hidden gem located downstairs, and that is their candy shop. Here you'll find candy that speaks to visitors of all ages. You'll see stuff that you were pretty sure no longer existed and things that make the little ones giggle with anticipation. We loved our experience at Miner's Diner and believe that you will too. And number three, stay the night at the historic Julian Goldrush Hotel. Originally known as the Robinson Hotel, the place was established in 1897, and according to my research, it is the oldest continuously running hotel anywhere in the Southern California sprawl. 
If you're looking to really unplug from the proverbial hustle and bustle of city life, staying the night at this cozy bed and breakfast will surely help bond you with a simpler version of the world. This quaint property was established by a group of African Americans around the turn of the century who sought to make this area a permanent landing spot. The Julian Gold Rush Hotel is simply the kind of place you will not be able to find within San Diego proper, or Los Angeles, or Long Beach, Anaheim, any of the major cities that we discussed here on the podcast. None of them have places like the Julian Gold Rush Hotel. It's kind of majestic, certainly surprising, and seriously a really wonderful place to reconnect and check in with yourself far, far away from the distracting reminders of modern technology. We couldn't recommend any higher the experience of staying the night at the Julian Goldrush Hotel. Number two, go wine tasting. You might think that a place like Julian has no earthly business being involved with the production, cultivation of wine. However, you would be proven wrong as there are a number of notable vineyards both in Julian proper and just outside of the city boundaries. Notably, the Vulcan Mountain Vineyard is worth checking out. Sample a bit of apple wine. If you've never had it, it's a little bit of an acquired taste, but certainly a box worth checking in life. The Blue Door Vineyard is located right off Julian's main drag, is owned by an incredibly charming couple, and they're producing some really first-rate wines. When you're sipping on a Sauvignon Blanc in the mountains... With the sun out and a breeze in the air, there are few versions of life that are any better. If you're in the area, you definitely need to visit one of the amazing wineries within the town of Julian. And that means that we've arrived at our number one spot on our list for the best things to do in San Diego County's hidden gem of a town, Julian. Number one. Go on an apple pie crawl. Though the term crawl, when used in a scenario such as this, is typically applied more to visiting a series of bars or pubs, it's appropriate when considering that Julian is world famous for its apple pies. And there's not just a single location to grab a slice of that all-American apple pie, Rather, there's a trio of places that you have to visit if you want to enjoy the full apple pie experience of Julian. First off, there's the Julian Pie Company. The business was started in 1986, and it has its legions of fans and supporters. Then there's Apple Alley, a more locals-oriented establishment that offers variations on the classic dessert. For example, cherries are in the mix at Apple's Alley. Or there's Mom's, which was started in 1984 
and enjoys support from a wide cross-section of vocal fans. The apple orchards in Julian are legendary and produce some of the sweetest apples you've ever tasted at any juncture in your life. The idea of the apple pie crawl is fairly easy to execute. Now keep in mind, many, basically all of the businesses in Julian close at around 5 o'clock. So be time conscious when you're planning out your adventure. But grabbing a slice at each of these three destinations and then comparing, contrasting, and sizing up exactly where you stand is an experience everyone should be so fortunate as to be able to have. The Apple Pie Crawl, a special experience that we would recommend to anyone and everyone. And that's going to do it for another episode of the program. We'd like to thank everyone for their continued support. A couple of easy ways that you can demonstrate such support Hop on Apple iTunes, leave us a five-star rating and a kind review. That stuff really helps us out quite a bit. Uh, If you'd like to write us an email, please do so. We're always interested in corresponding with our wonderful listeners. We can be reached at livinginthesprawlpodcast at gmail.com. Our Instagram handle is livinginthesprawlpodcast. We'd like to direct you to our website, On our website, you can get your hands on Living in the Sprawl merchandise. And it's there that you can snap up your copy of the Living in the Sprawl guide, your helpful cheat sheet, so you don't have to go combing through old archived episodes of the show looking for that one specific recommendation. Don't do that. Get the Living in the Sprawl guide instead. This is on behalf myself. I am, as always, your humble correspondent and host. My name is John Steinberg, joined by my lovely and talented producer slash my wife. Her name is Lisa Steinberg. We are the team here at Sprawl Enterprises, thanking you for listening to yet another episode of Living in the Sprawl, Southern California's most adventurous podcast. Talk to you guys soon.